Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated sports podcast in the history of professional sports podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Live from the 8-1-5. Episode 96, live from the A15 podcast. It's Colton, it's Jake. Jake, what's crackalacking? Nothing. Happy to be back. We uh, shed the the tumor that was on the show last week. That was Austin. The dead weight, some may call him. <laughs> Absolute dead weight. That's not, um, that's not us calling that. That's our listener question. There's a lot of dead weight tweets this week. Yeah, they said, get rid of that guy. Yep, he's gone. He's mm-hmm. gone. Won't ever come back unless we feel like it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, what a show we got planned. A lot of big stuff. No guests, because who needs them, right? A bunch of squares. Yeah. A bunch of losers. Just a bunch of losers. All you need is us, in our opinions. We got State of the Union listener questions. Uh, we're going to talk about some aliens. Home run derby draft, or home run hitting draft, and then a MySpace top eight of things you should do but don't. Start with State of the Union. Jake. Uh, go. Uh, I guess I'll start with the Sox. It's been uh, pretty miserable since the end of the All-Star break. Um, we've lost, uh, what is it, five in a row? It's just bad baseball, too. Like, errors everywhere. First inning today, two errors, another error that cost a run. And we need Tim Anderson back, and he's not a good defensive shortstop. But when you don't have a shortstop there, shit pops up that you wouldn't expect like cutoffs not working right and like like we have Lurie Garcia playing short and he's been playing the outfield all year you know what I mean like that's just it's you're just asking for trouble and trouble's been hitting us and we're not hitting the baseball at all so uh the only guy hitting is Mankata. so really not not a good time for the sockets it's hard to watch but there is something to watch and it's Luis Robert in triple a holy shit man this guy has been on fire on the night of recording this. He has another home run and a triple in the same game. He started off this first game with two home runs, one being a grand slam. Um, he is currently batting 440 in AAA with a 1400 OPS. He's uh, he's unbelievable. I think he's got like 10 RBI in like five games. He's been just on fire. We could see him at the end of this year. This guy's like phenom level like talent right now this is uh pretty unprecedented yeah um agreed how's that for a hot take hot take he'll be up next year 100 percent. we'll see i don't know how contracts work because it's too confusing for my dumb small brain but uh because you know i don't know because he already made like 36 million dollars like i don't know how that's, the contracts that's so true like he's made so much money already <laughs> yeah like just just let him come up who cares about his contract he should be on our team for like seven years just regardless do you think their bad defense and just overall bad second half possibility is gonna is gonna affect your taking the socks over the bucks total wins uh no i think we'll 
get it together. We still got Eloy did get a little hurt tonight. He's an idiot out in the outfield. He's a liability to himself. He hurts himself all the time. This <laughs> and time, the general public. Yeah, I mean, mostly just himself. He always hurts himself. And um, today he ran. I don't know what he's doing. The center fielder's calling the ball the whole way. He keeps running right towards him. And he just gets, like, smacked in the arm. And it looked like his bicep got hurt. Hopefully he's fine. But as long as we stay healthy and Tim Anderson gets back, I think we're we're fine on the uh, 70 wins. Okay. Um, second half Cubs came out hot with a sweep. And I was like, oh, this it, and I was ready for like seven, eight, just rattled off right after the, the break. They lose game one to the Reds, which really pissed me off. There was errors. <laughs> you know, there, yeah, just a heartbreaking fashion. Kind dumb, of. dumb. Was, yeah, it was three to one. It was a pop up that got caught in the wind from Puig that landed in the basket. Then it was just a, a ground ball, double play, and the inning error. Then a ground, the very next batter, ground ball, double play, end the inning, error, and then a gap shot, and then there was a, and then a pitcher hit a, hit a RBI late in the game, and it was, it was just pathetic, and I was so mad. Brad Brock sucks. I was talking <laughs> to my girlfriend. If he offered to, if he offered to come on this podcast, I seriously don't think I would say yes. <laughs> just say fuck you. He is a relief pitcher for the Cubs, and this dude, womps. He, this dude sucks. He wear he he like doesn't bend his hat on his on his head, and he's like, and he's not good enough where that looks cool. He's yeah. a dweeb. <laughs> and uh, and then so. I was I was telling I watched the game with my girlfriend. Brad Brock gives up all these all these runs, and as he's he's coming in, um, uh, I'm like, yeah, look at that ERA. That's that's like that shows how many runs he gives up. And she goes, oh, my God, like, what's, like, a good ERA? I was like, a good one for a reliever that pitches one inning a night is probably, like, 2-5. And his was, like, 7-1. And she goes, oh, <laughs> yuck. And then he got two outs in a row, and, and she's a huge optimist. She's like, you know what? Maybe he's turning it around. And then he gave up, like, six runs with two outs. And he just <laughs> sucks. And I want him off this team. I don't think he should even play baseball anymore, really. <laughs> he should become an accountant. He should. Start a podcast. he should start a podcast, but and then rival this one, and we can each have all, we can just drive up each other's numbers with this crazy rivalry. Yeah, everyone will love that. So uh, uh, confidence with the Cubs is pretty much where it was. No, it's it, it's, it's more now. Thing is helping. It's more now because we swept the Pirates and and the two series before the All Star break that we played the Pirates, they just kicked our ass. So it was cool to sweep them, and it was cool to see that we should. That, we were in a winning spot to make it four in a row, and now we're tied 3-3 at the bottom of eight um, in this next game. So if we win this game and start winning four or five after, after the All-Star break, that's awesome. If you lose this game and you start three and two after the All-Star break, you're right back to where you were. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm thinking, especially because now the Brewers are winning right now. I mean, the Cardinals are in a tight game with the Pirates. This division is... This it's league. pretty white knuckled right now. I mean, if if the Brewers were playing better, I think Cubs fans would be a little more nervous. But the Brewers have been so fucking bad. There's yeah, at everything. Dude. They're pitching, they're hitting, just fucking everything, man. And uh, Craig Council's got to be on the hot seat. But I, I like Council. You know, I don't know. It's it's I, a tough situation. I, yeah, dude, Council's definitely on the hot seat because uh, like we're, other than last year, he was he's been this. This is what he's been. 
So. Yeah, he's also, you know, an inexperienced manager. So if he turns it around again, then he's had two great years and one average year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think you give him to the end of the season for sure. And if he doesn't make the playoffs, then maybe you got to move on. But uh, you got to give him to the end of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't want to uh, overestimate. What's the word? Embellish? Is that it? Overexaggerate? Yeah, this yeah. is the most important game in Cubs history. <laughs> All right. No, that's fair. <laughs> yes. This this game that everyone already knows the outcome to. It's 3-3 three, three in the eighth. Yeah. 3-3, three, three, um, bottom of eight. Hobby's up. 3-2 count. He just broke his bat. So he's getting a new one. And it, this might be the most important bat in Cubs history. I would say it's up there. Um, how do you feel about Wilson Contreras and the Cubs adding a catcher right after the injury? I like it. Um Honestly, I was thinking about it. This this move shows you that like I think the front office knows they can't they can't lose ground this year. Slash can't take off. <laughs> did it hit him? All right, I think I think Javi just got hit. I can't I can't tell. Um, what just happened? All right. Um, <laughs> for those for those of you for those of you listening, oh look, there's a guy with oh dude, I hate. It's it's this is even worse radio. I hate when they show the fans and it's just some guy with his arm like this, forearm right in front and then wrist out and he's just like Dude, What? Show yeah. somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I like it. Uh front office knows that they really can't lose ground because they cannot waste another year. Like they had like I think they know like this division is winnable this year more than any year like in the past if, if we don't take advantage of it and we squander another year that's another year out of out of the prime for like all of our all of our guys and, and, and all your uh, money is right now you know like this isn't like the young cubs team anymore you know what i mean all right infield base hit everybody all right on your feet if you're driving pull over get out on your feet <laughs> Woo! for this thing that happened yesterday yeah <laughs> um yeah, Martin Maldonado. I don't know like anything about him. I read that he's a good. Uh, see, this is this is what I have done in the past, but I'm turning over a new leaf. Uh, okay. When you guys ask me a question and I don't know anything about it, but I just read an article, I will just say what I read in the article. So if you're like, <laughs> "Oh, what do you think of Martin Maldonado?" I'd be like, "I think he's a really good defensive catcher. I think he's I think he's a solid clubhouse guy. He's he's been around. He <laughs> it's like I don't fucking That's know." That's what all the experts do too. I mean, they're just quoting other experts, Dude. you know. I want to take this time. I am so – I think I'm, like, officially done listening to about 95% of ESPN content. I can't take it anymore. Dude, it's I haven't – I don't awful. watch any ESPN content. Like, I literally don't watch it at all. Hey, guess what? Another infield hit, everybody. On your feet. Let's go. <laughs> I hope you haven't sat down yet. Woo! I hope if you pull over, you got back in the car, and you're looking over to your left, and you're like, oh, God, now it's in traffic. I got to get back on the road. I hope I got you before you got back on the road because you got to pull back over, get up on your feet, clap it up. All right. Um, This is the show. I bet I'd be so pissed. Two straight infield singles. Like, what the fuck? You know? Fuck the show, dude. Anyway, yeah, ESPN content. I am off it. I. I love um, just today, the day of this recording, um, Ryan Rosillo and Scott Van Pelt released their second episode of their podcast. Those guys rule. Yeah. Stephen A. Smith is maybe the best internet personality. All you need is clips, though. 
you don't need to watch his show. Just True. get the clips on Twitter. Yeah. You know, that's all I ever need. And then I see Max Kellerman say stupid shit on Twitter, and it's all fine. Yeah, yeah Kellerman's fine with me. Oh, I love Rachel Nichols. I love her. Um, that's, that's honestly all I can think of for ESPN. Because, dude, it's so bad that it's just literally they're, – they're saying nothing. Yeah. I <laughs> <clears throat> all right. Um, one more Cubs question while we're on it. Sure. How do you feel about the Cubs Snakes uh, fiasco? The Cubs Snakes fiasco. Uh, Jake is asking me this because it's stemming from the Chicago Cubs threatening to sue friend of the program, Eddie Barstool. Yes, we are connected to this. Like this We are. Just, we don't just talk about Barstool stuff all the time, but Eddie Barstool is officially a friend of, the, of us. He's our best friend. I've spoken with him a few times, and he, he's called me buddy uh, at least twice. Oh, Thanks, buddy. buddy. Good to hear from you, bud. Can't wait to hang out, bud. Stuff like Just that. Just be- normal best friend talk, yeah. you know? You're so funny and strong and handsome, buddy. Stuff like that. Want to um, split a case of Truly this weekend? Dude, you know? I, would love, <laughs> I would love to split a case of anything with Eddie. That dude rules. Eddie is, like, he's so cool. <laughs> he's fucking awesome. So, but, uh, your opinion on the problem? I was so anti- Wrigley ushers or security for so long until literally today. Did you see the video of the of the security guard sitting down next to people and calmly explaining why it's illegal? I, I saw a video of a guy um, He's, of a guy just sitting down and taking them. That's how you should do it. That's no, awesome. Yeah, he well no, he yeah, he like calmly, he like sat down and the video's like, hey everybody, um we we gotta take these. And like everyone's like boom. He goes, he goes, all right, all right, boomy, boomy, I get it. There's, guys, there's there's three reasons. One, um, there's so much backwash and germs in these, and when you guys pass them around, sometimes they go over kids' heads. We don't want them dumped on, on any kids' heads. Two, if um, it is a Chicago law that if anything is thrown onto the field, it can be charged as um, as a felony from from some state legislature i don't know i'm not a law i'm not a lawyer whatever he said it it is a felony and they have to charge somebody um usually the the, those charges get dropped but it just complicates things three um people will get their their vision or their like sight impaired from from the uh, snakes in front of them so people behind you can't see and not and not everybody's in on it so i was like you know what one seems unnecessary but i mean if there's some legal problems i get it but, uh, but, like, that's how you do it. There's so many guys who just come up and rip these cup snakes. For those of you who don't know yeah. what cup snakes are, you you drink your beer. I don't know if, if the soda is, is the same cup, but you, you just stack them. And literally, it's, it's a tradition in almost any, like, you can find them in so many stadiums. I, I saw one on Twitter today from a Mississippi State football game that was miles long. This yeah. I, I got to show you this one if you haven't seen it. But it, um... You stack them, and there's hundreds. There's sometimes even like a thousand cubs just stacked, and it turns into a snake. And the Wrigley Field um, bleacher security are just grabbing them and saying, "Get out of here! They're illegal." There's rumors that the Barstool T-shirts that say "Come and get them" with the cup snake on it are getting confiscated at the door. So who knows? Yeah, it seems like an odd. And I, I heard something that they threatened to take away Barstool's. Uh, um, what's well availability or Some, media? 
accessibility yeah. and Big Cat went on a rant saying they never give given us any fucking accessibility. Yeah, yeah they we just had friends. They just had you Chris know. Bryant um on Redline Radio because of personal favors. It was not because of the Cubs. Yeah, and the Cubs new TV people are also super scummy. Let's not they're brand new. Let's not forget that they're I don't know what that's if that's in charge of anything with media. <laughs> But uh, those are the same people that had the, remember that news, that viral clip where all of those news anchors from all over the world are reading the exact same thing. Yeah. Like in the same tone, that's the same guys. So, you know, it could be a, you know, a real bunch of asshole, bad dudes in charge of this. So I, I don't think it's a big problem, but it, it's just funny to look at. They're just handling it very poorly. They really yeah, are. Exactly. Oh, damn. They, Barstow just released a pretty, I like this shirt. It, it's just a C with cups. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That is a cool shirt. Um, all right. You talk a little bit while I find this big-ass cup snake I can send you. This thing is so big. Well, I think uh, we've given a lot of uh, baseball talk, so uh, there's really not much. There's no football, absolutely no football talk. Training camp in a week. We'll start talking about it when it's here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I ended up going to Giannis's. Yeah, MVP say, thing. Uh, tell us about the MVP celebration. Well, um, I always forget how cool um, <laughs> down, down Milwaukee's getting. It's so Pfizer, cool down there. Yeah. Oh, I mean, go. Oh, warning track power from Rizzo. <laughs> if, if you're still pulled over on the side of the road, feel free to drive. You, you're good to drive. God <laughs> damn it. Um, yeah, it was cool. Why did that take so long? It was a pitching change and then a mound visit and classic baseball. Every just just name a reason that people don't like baseball and that's what happened. <laughs> Loved it. Um, yeah, Pfizer Vary is so cool. We hung out, got a good buzz on, and it was packed. It was honestly really really cool. Um, Giannis came out and talked to Paschke, and he's he's basically just and Paschke was like, you you basically. Uh, um, shared shoes when you were a kid now you have your own shoe how is that and he's like anything's possible that whole thing and then he and then he he did his three his three favors he wanted to ask us the first one was don't call him mvp until he wins it next year see this is what sucks i wish he i wish he made number two number three um okay i don't remember number three and that's and that's the reason but i (laughs) knew because number two i had chills because he goes he was like um how i get better you know, yeah. I have to get keep getting better. Blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah, yeah. Great he was stuff. he was like he was like don't call me MVP. Number two, the reason I am um, MVP is because my whole team is is MVP. Um, so my second favor is that I need you guys to come out each and every night. I want the Pfizer form to be packed. I want the only tickets available to be standing room only, and I want um, people to talk about this place all over the league for how loud it is because we're going to do our part and win a championship and we need the fans to win a championship too. You're the only reason that we're going to win a championship. And I was like, yeah, Giannis! Oh my God. I was so pumped. Everyone was just screaming oh, their head. It was, it was honest. Like if he just ended it there and people would have forgot he, he said three favors. Seriously. I was losing. And then, and then the third favor was like, call your mom or something like that. <laughs> well, that's, that's which is a good was. favor but like dude don't end you with that you ask gotta... the fans to be loud and then that comes with another all right, favor. right calm down calm down now call your mother all right <laughs> <laughs> that is so family oriented he is uh, 
There's also the loyalty quotes from uh, Giannis. You know, that felt good. I have a list here of 15 times Giannis has said he's going to stay in Milwaukee. One, well, or, or that how he loves Milwaukee. The first one, I love how quiet and calm Milwaukee is. Hell yeah. To live here. In 2017, um, he tweeted Kendrick Lamar lyrics, I got loyalty inside my DNA, followed by deer emojis. Then he's uh, told Colin Coward, my goal is to win Milwaukee, to win in Milwaukee and bring a championship to the city. Um, there's a clip of Giannis screaming, I love Milwaukee with his teammates. I interview with Stein. I can feel the love from the city every day. I step on the floor. For me, what I'm going through now, I appreciate it even more. There's a lot of things you can do in Milwaukee. I don't like all these flashy cities like or LA or Miami. I don't know if I could be the same player if I played in those cities. That was in the New York Times. Hell yeah, New York Times. It goes that. on and on and on. One of my characteristics is that I'm loyal to the people around me. You know, yeah. just, the guy's so, loyal just, and he loves the city. What a separate interviews where he says he loves Milwaukee and wants to play here as long as we're focused on winning, which I know there's a difference between focused on winning and actually winning. But um, I, I really, I feel like 90% sure. I wanted to say 85, but I'm 90% sure we're going to sign him to the Supermax. I hope so, this. too. So, I mean, the NBA is wild. Let's not pretend like, you know, even if we sign him to the Supermax, what are the, you know, there's still a chance we could trade him someday for Blake Griffin Jr. You know, the NBA is fucking crazy. Who yeah. knows? You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but definitely makes me happy and excited. He, I think he seriously loves Milwaukee. People were, people were like, oh, man. Look at him taking swings in the New York Yankees. Ugh. Dude, it's nonstop. I, I was I was like, okay, I guess the biggest threat to the Bucks is the Yankees. All right, if he if he doesn't go to the Yankees, we're good. He's he threw out the first pitch at the Brewers game like three times. He's like he hangs out with Christian Yelich all the time. They tweet at each other constantly. Like fuck you, New York media. Like you you suck. The Knicks suck. They are never signing anyone of importance Julius until Randall. they win. Until they make the playoffs. Julius Fuck Randall. the Knicks, dude. I hate the Knicks. Julius Randle. Um, same. But no, yeah, it was it was it was a cool little cool event. Um such a great time to be a Bucks fan. If if you're down and if you're down by the Pfizer Forum in Milwaukee and you want to watch a game, go go to the Mecca. It's a bar called the Mecca. It's yeah. it, it 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 has probably a forty five foot TV surrounded by nine like 40 inch tvs it's it was the most unbelievable thing i was in awe it was so cool it's just a cool ass place i got a pretzel loaf which is just a loaf of bread that's made like a pretzel bun and it had like a it had like a cinnabon frosting and it was salty at the same time it was awesome (laughs) that sounds it sounds like Oh, no, pricey bar. That's the one thing I don't like about. No, these it wasn't. It was like five bucks for a beer. The pretzel loaf was five bucks. I mean, and that's that's cheap for Milwaukee. Like, yeah, I wonder if it's like that on game days too, because you know the problem with all these brand new stadiums. I've been to a lot of them, and they're it's usually like beautiful for like two blocks around the whole stadium, just beautiful restaurants, but you can't find a bar that's one open on a game, you know, or has a seat open on game day. And that have affordable beers. 
if, you know, if I can get a 12 ounce beer for five dollars or less, or a 16 ounce for six fifty or less, I'm I'm very happy. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I feel like game days might, you know, they they spike those prices a little Maybe, bit. Maybe, yeah, but it was delicious. I highly recommend it. Honestly, there's like six bars right next to the Pfizer in the Deer District that are awesome. <laughs> Deer District yeah. rules, but that's Milwaukee's on the come up. Milwaukee is on the come up. Uh, that's all I have for for the State of the Union. Do you have anything else? Um, I just like to mention I'm watching the Cubs game on on uh, on the compete. You know the app where you get the pitches. Kimbrel is has thrown one pitch anywhere near the strike zone. Yeah, <laughs> like I know. And he <laughs> and yeah, he just gave up a base hit. So that's pretty cool. His his ERA when he came in was nine something. So that's cool. Well, he's been pretty bad so far, but you know, I, I well, from what I've heard from Red Sox fans, we heard this from Austin, but I've heard it from other ones. Is he never has a clean inning? It's always a heart, you know, you know, it's always a fucking heart attack. So, but he gets out of him a lot more than our other bullpen members do. Kyle That's Farmer, cool. what a sociopath! He's the catcher <laughs> for the for the Reds, and when he's taking the sign from from uh, his coach. He, he will un-Velcro and Velcro his one batting glove on his left hand the whole time. What a psychopath. Nomar Garcia-Para. But, like, Nomar at least did both, and it was like a rhythm. This dude is just as fast as he can back and forth. <laughs> I wonder if he has to change his batting glove a lot. He's got to. Velcro. The Velcro on that, we're not that, that far in the future. All right. Um, that's it for State of the Union. We'll move on to listener questions. Jake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take the first listener question. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, hey guys, big trade. This is from Mark's at Mark Stein. Hey guys, big trade. Um, Jared Lorenzen just stole. Isn't he a pitcher? <laughs> Who is this man? Jared Lorenzen's definitely a pitcher, but last night he got an RBI single and then right now he just pinch ran and he got a stolen base. Who is Jared Lorenzen? <laughs> Who is this guy? I'm looking him up. That's actually hilarious. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting... Wait, Jared Lorenzen is that Giants quarterback who died Michael in... Michael Lorenzen. Michael Lorenzen, okay. That's his third stolen like... base of the year. What? He had, like, three strikeouts last night. <laughs> who is this guy? Yeah, he's a pitcher. What? <laughs> How is this not more of a story? This man... This league, <laughs> this league, dude. He has uh, he has eleven at bats this year. Three hits. Yeah, one last night. He got he an RBI single to right. Four dingers last year and had a thousand OPS. Yeah. Holy crap. This <laughs> man. Good. Jer- Michael Lorenzen. Yeah, not Jared Lorenzen. That's that's the quarterback. R.I.P. Um. All right, back to listener questions at Mark Stein. Hey guys. Westbrook goes to Houston. CP3 is a uh, thunder. What what is what the heck is going on here? About the booch, yeah. Um, I mean, the NBA will it ever stop? Like, will the off season ever start? I don't think so. It never sleeps. It never sleeps. Like mm-hmm. it, it's it's crazy. I mean, this is the kind of trade. That makes no it makes no sense. Like if I saw this on the internet, I'd be like, "That's stupid and unrealistic," you know. <laughs> and people Honestly, would 
I think it's a win-win for what they're looking for for both sides. No, I, I like it as a trade. It just see, it's like so out there, you know. Yeah, like it was. What trade in CB three and Russell Westbrook? What you know? Like I know he, it's just madness. Yeah, the Thunder have like seven first rounders and like five pick swaps, and that's it. And they have CP3 now, literally to like just sell jerseys and sell tickets. But other than that, I think they're gonna sell him for more picks. The GM came out and said that they didn't want to, but also I don't believe him. <laughs> I don't believe you. But even yeah. so, like if they sell him for one more pick. It like even if it's like twenty twenty six, what an off season! Yeah, I mean eight picks in an off season that would be amazing. That's... I would love to see CP three with like Jimmy Butler in Houston, or I mean uh, Miami, Miami. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, or or just toss him out west. Like I just want all the good players to go west. That's a good point. But I mean, CP three is he even good anymore? He's old. He's getting making like forty million dollars a year. So much money. Yeah, yeah so. I guess I guess Miami would be cool for him. He's played on so many big, teams. I'm a big Westbrook guy. A lot of people shit on him because he's not efficient. He can't shoot. You know, he's not good for the modern NBA, quote unquote. But I think he's one of the greatest of all time, and I just don't give a shit. Like, I mean, yes, his shooting is bad, and you have two incredibly ball dominant players. But fuck it, just go for it. You know, like why you, not, you, dude? The West is corner. the West this is, is the wide open. Future could have hoped for as a Rockets fan or as you know like whether it works or not you got younger you got more athletic you got a harder worker you know if you're if you are the Rockets your first round picks aren't going to mean anything like that's that's they're pretty far down the line like this could be like when the Rockets are bad like you know but this is what you got to do sometimes and you also, know. if you're a GM, your job's like a three-year window anyway, so. Exactly. And he's, you know, he's fucking wheeling and dealing up there in Houston. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Go get Russell Westbrook, have James Harden, and just try. All right. Yeah. You got the next one? Uh, yes, I got the next one. Um, this one comes from Baseball Lover 313 <laughs> Have you noticed? The only people that tweet us are the sport that we're talking about, Lover. Yes. <laughs> it's always different numbers after. There's Isn't that so crazy? Many... <laughs> that is crazy. Um, did you see that combined no-hitter from the Angels? Chills. That's a great tweet. That is a great That is a great tweet. <laughs> I mean, that's the moment of the year for baseball, I think. If, if I the, mean... the only thing that, that would be – Michael Lorenzen's arrival into my life in the, in the baseball season yes. is is Tyler Scraggs' um, jersey night home or uh, no hitter. That is so cool. The day before his birthday. Yeah, and then the last time a no hitter was thrown in California was the day he was born. Yes, the next you know the next day, like twenty five years earlier, like or whatever, twenty eight years. Yeah. So like crazy. That, that shit is so crazy to me. It um, is. And uh, the home run from Trout, I think. 454 like, feet. Yes. He's, like, he's number 45. Oh, my God. They were all wearing the jerseys. I oh, cried a lot. Chill. Yeah, I, I got real teary-eyed. Like, it, it was just real. Like, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. Baseball, I, baseball is so incredibly mental. And, you know, I think that, it, that like, literally anybody could 
be the greatest player ever. Yeah. So and that causes D Gordon to hit a home run after Jose Fernandez that, you know, yeah. he's so locked in there and just so motivated. And, and that's how everyone on the angels was that night. 13 so cool. combined, no hitter, just uh, unbelievable. All playing with, you know, tears in their eyes. Just that, baseball is no other sport. I, I guess the only thing that reminds me is uh, Brett Favre after his dad died when he went out and threw like 500 yards and four yeah. touchdowns. Was that like like Monday night? Yeah. That's oh, man. Cool. Shit like that is just it, – it's the best thing in sports. This is probably by far the uh, number one combined no-hitter I've ever cared about. <laughs> I don't care about combined no-hitters at all. No. No, they're boring. On Sunday, one... the Rays had a combined perfect game going, and like when I was waiting around for Giannis to come on stage, it was on on the TV. I I couldn't care less. It was dumb. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's not even you know, it, yeah. It, it it but this one means everything, and I like even more that it was a combined no hitter because then you know it's a team. It's the whole team. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's don't have to remember. Oh, it was Roberto Perez's no hitter on Tyler Skaggs' night. It was the it was just Tyler Skaggs' no hitter. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. So, fucking awesome. Um, all right. <laughs> uh, next one. Hey guys, what do you guys think of the Madden Twenty ratings this season? Give me your and analysis. This, and this one comes from Adam Silver. Hey, just going to cuck the NFL real quick. The 2K ratings are out, too. Did you see that? <laughs> That's laugh-out-loud funny. They come out on the same day. <laughs> I fucking love, like, like, basketball is just dunking on the NBA, on the NFL right now. I, and I love it. Like, why not? You know? And they're just like, oh, did you release your ratings? Because why'd you, why'd you wait so goddamn long? Yeah. You know? Fucking game comes out in, like, two weeks. Our game comes out in months. Here's our ratings. <laughs> you know? All right. Uh, this tweet comes from Adam Rank. He's, uh, I think he's just like a, he's like a fantasy guy. Um, he's a big Bears fan. Trubisky has a Madden rating of 75. Kyle Long wears 75. Like his dad, Howie. Howie played for the Raiders. John Madden coached the Raiders. The Raiders won a Super Bowl in New Orleans. The Bears won Super Bowl 20 in New Orleans. Hence, the Bears are winning the Super Bowl this year. I'm not a scientist. That's just connecting the dots. All right, I like that quote. Here's a quote from the Packers' safety, Raven Green. Awareness, 45. I better run onto the field with my helmet on backwards, and at the start of each game and halftime, I actually come out of the opponent's tunnel. Strength, 56. I need help opening ketchup packets, pickle jars, and up about my feelings. <laughs> that's, that's his quote. I fucking love that. Dude, it would, it would suck. It would suck so much getting ranked just that shitty. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was like a starting safety last year. He's, he's just starting NFL safety. <laughs> and he's just getting his, his ass chewed by Madden. But that's like, a, that's like a really funny way to handle it, though. So, um, yeah. Uh, so that's, that's, I don't really care about video game rankings. I just thought it was funny that the Madden ones came out. And then immediately NBA just fucking dropped theirs right right then. Yeah. Um, also, did you see that? Oh God, Kimbrel is in a jam. Oh my <laughs> He's God. always the jam, dude. No, we're good. We're, we're good, everybody. Woohoo! We're going to the bottom <laughs> of ninth. <laughs> good lord! Did you um, see every year 
2K does this. They will put, this is what Jimmy Butler on the Heat looks like in 2K19. This is what he looks like in 2K20. And then in, yeah. when the, he shows the 2K19 picture, it's just him dry and he's just dribbling. And then it, in the 2K20 picture, it shows him crossing up, spin move, step back jumper, and he's drenched in sweat and it's like under lights. And then it shows, yeah. it's so much, it's so much more dramatic. And then someone's like, tweets at 2k you do this every year and then they tweet back no we don't and that guy tweets back and then he quote tweets every tweet from like last five years and it's the same thing yeah <laughs> yeah you, you put a you put a picture of a video game character with sweat next to a one where he doesn't have sweat it's always gonna look better with sweat yeah like wow look at that sweat graphic that looks amazing they add the sweat every year you know but <laughs> they get sweatier and sweatier every graphic. year Video game companies like to pretend people give a shit about graphics anymore. It doesn't matter what your graphics look like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it and also, game. I'm I'm not going to realize how good the graphics are until six years later. Like, exactly. Like I played, um, I had a, I, I like when I when I moved here, I played on my Xbox 360, <laughs> NBA 2K12. And I was like, yeah. this is the worst thing I've ever played in my entire <laughs> life. So ugly. Yeah. But back then, I thought it was the greatest thing ever. Yeah, I agree. It was like, wow, this looks so smooth. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, I totally unrelated. I was flipping through the channels the other day, and I came across Ice Age, the movie. Yeah. That looked like a PlayStation 1 video game. It looked oh. so bad. I was shocked by that, too. Like, I remember seeing that and being like, wait. No, this movie's like a Pixar movie. Like, yeah, you know, it's like, so like, shitty. No, it's terrible. Have you seen the movie Hoodwinked recently? I, that's another one that blew my fucking mind. I thought that was just a good movie. That looks like it was drawn by fifth graders. <laughs> it is so bad. For those of you at home, go look up Hoodwinked, and it is just the worst <laughs> animated movie. It looks like it looks like a a computer program that you played in fourth grade to learn how to type. It's so bad. I and I watched this movie and I thought it was good. Well, I mean, it is. It's funny. It's, it's actually a really funny movie. <laughs> it is, but it's like it looks so bad. It's it's terrible. So is, uh, is Michael Lorenzen pitching now? <laughs> no, he's not. He just came in to pinch run. What a badass, <laughs> dude! And he has like a he has like a forearm sleeve. It's not a sleeve, just in his forearms. And it looks That's like letters. Cool. It looks just like a like a bunch of letters. I, I guess you could call them words. <laughs> uh, um, one last thing. Did you see uh, Giannis's Coming to America shoe? I did. Pretty cool, yeah, honestly. It makes me so happy. Have you seen that movie? Oh, yeah. That's a it's great movie. So, it, it's hilarious. And it, it's, it's funny that it was like Giannis's one of like his favorite movie when he came to America. Because it was like, you know. <laughs> That's hilarious. He acts like Giannis did when he first got here. Like, just had my first American smoothie. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I love America. <laughs> yeah. I ate this, as you call him, hot dog. <laughs> it's awesome. Hey, also, <laughs> by the way, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, uh, July 17th, happy National Hot Dog Day. Oh, we'll be having one. a couple dogs tomorrow. Um, all right. Moving on. Are you ready for this, Jake? I put it in the rundown. This is not sports related. too. <laughs> this is not sports related. This is this has been on my mind all day. Somebody told me to to watch a Netflix documentary called Bob Lazer, Bob Lazar, Area 
whatever, however you say it, Bob Lazar, colon, Area 51, and Flying Saucers. This dude, Bob Lazar. Yes. Um, so I did a little research on him, and he worked at not Area 51, but like it, they called it like Area S4. It's basically the same thing. So okay. then I'm like doing like five minutes of research. I'm like, damn, this is pretty. I'm definitely going to watch this. Someone comes up to me and is like, hey, he was on, he was just on Joe Rogan like two weeks ago. So I, I list two hours, 25 minutes, episode uh, 1,315, Bob Lazar oh. and Jeremy Corbell. Jeremy Corbell is the guy who makes the documentary on Netflix. This dude worked on alien spacecrafts and talks about it. And it's unbelievable. I've been thinking about it all day. He basically starts off, this is why I believe him. Um, everyone thinks I'm dumb for this reason. He basically starts off by saying, all right, um, this is what I saw and this is what I'm going to say. If you don't want to believe it, I can't prove it. I don't, I don't blame you. No worries. So I'm like, this, all right, <laughs> I'm in. I'm sold right there. Yeah, sold, dude. You got me. He basically talks about um, he worked at a, like, at, a, at a facility where he was working on actual alien spacecrafts. And there was, and there's like so many different parts where I'm just like, oh my God, dude, we are so little compared to the universe. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he worked on, he worked on something that was a force field and he said it was literally a magnet to his hand. So, but like the opposite reaction where you like put two of the yeah. same magnets and they, and they can't touch. He said yeah. his hand was like that to this piece of metal and it was, it was only activated by a weight. So if it was, it was two pieces and if they were on each other, they would hover next to each other, and then he couldn't touch them. But if they could somehow knock off a piece, they would both deactivate and just become pieces of metal, which is wild. That is fucking great. And then he I said he was actually allowed in one of the spacecrafts. It was like a big flying disc, like in all the cartoons. And he said he's, he's like 5'10", and he was like, it's, it's like the smallest little thing, and it's made for somebody who's about three foot five. And you go in, and there's no right angles. It's all there's no welding, or it's just all one smooth mold. Yes. With and then there's there there was four, um, just rectangles that came up to about two foot five, two two foot eight, with no buttons, and it was all just like a dark maroon gray color, and it, like it, but like all the rectangles were in perfect, like, uh concentric like square it was like a perfect square yeah so like this stuff isn't just like random you know what i mean Uh huh. so and then he talked like he he talked about a lot of crazy shit he got in big trouble um because he was he so he so you have to get cleared by them to work at this facility and one of the check marks is your home life has to be stable so he, everybody goes through a background check, like your hundred closest friends, and then you have you you give them written permission to monitor your house, and they were monitoring yeah. his phone calls at his house, and it turned out his wife was having an affair, um, <laughs> um, and he didn't know it, but they knew it. So then they like sent him home, and they're like, "Hey, dude, go fix your home life." He's like, "What are you talking about?" So then when he went home, to, so he was he was like he was like put on leave. Um, yeah. so when he, when he went home, he still didn't know and he's, he's freaking out and he's like, and then he sees like someone following him, which is, which is them to see if he was fixing his home life. And then, so he was freaking out. So then he went, uh, he gathered like a, a bunch of his close friends together. and was like, you guys got to come with me. I know the time that they're gonna, 
um, do the uh, tests for these flying aircrafts because people were in the aircrafts flying them. Yeah. Was, and this is back in the 80s when like around Area 51 wasn't as strict as like as it is today. So he filmed it and there's like a video online or like in the uh, documentary too. And it's like an 80s camera, so you you, you like can't <clears throat> can't really see it that well. But they basically say it looks like when you put a, a laser pointer at a wall and you quickly move it. Like obviously it's it's moving on a line, but you yeah. only see it like quickly swift. Yeah. So then he filmed that, and then the the news ran it and used his name. So yeah. He, so he got boned. Yes. So, um. All of that because his wife was having an affair. Um. So then they, they like basically like before they say if you do anything like you you don't want to know what we'll do to you. Then the the news airs it, and he he gets a call. He's like, hey, this is so and so from the so and so facility. Like you don't know what you've just done. Um, we're gonna end you. Click. And he said that um, nothing happened to him directly, but everyone, it, like he said, probably thirty five people got audited. People weren't getting their tax returns. Um, people who had clearance, like if you were a, a security guard at like Madison Square Garden and you had clearance yeah. to work there, you lost your clearance. Anybody who was any sort of um, of uh, immigrant or like come from immigrant families got deported, stuff like that. Yes. So he said like everybody that, that was like around him, their their lives were ruined. Wow. Um, so crazy shit so we need to storm this fucking place <laughs> yeah so people are, are going to storm it there's a theory out there that um this was created by the government to create to get all the people who are <laughs> who are close and are almost correct with their area 51 theories and just kill them yeah that's not <laughs> it but, um, this is definitely just a meme and it's funny but it is fucking- funny um, I hope some people, I hope <clears throat> some people show up and actually fucking storm that place. Oh, I don't give a shit. Stupid asses. But yeah, so basically, that was my that was my whole day. It's my whole afternoon was just focused on aliens, and it was scaring the shit out of me. All right, well that's talking aliens. That's talking aliens. I, I need to get that out there. What are your thoughts on on aliens? I think they're absolute. I mean, there's no way they're not real. You know, well, I don't know. That well, like, okay, so. I guess, what are your thoughts on aliens, and what are your thoughts on Area 51 are different? What are your thoughts on Area 51? I honestly don't think that we have, like, I don't know, maybe I gotta watch that and believe that guy, but I haven't seen any that compelling evidence that we have anything. But I I know they exist. They have to exist. We can't, we're not that fucking special. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't think we're that special, so. I think there's, we definitely have something. I don't know if it's a giant because he said that there's like seven or eight in Area 51, like big old spacecrafts. Um, he said he said one looked like have, we probably have some like debris, is what I'm thinking. You know, oh, but maybe I, I definitely think we have. And honestly, it it could just be like like a plane debris that melted in in like while it was falling and formed a different chemical balance, something stupid like that. But sure, I think we have some sort of alien technology. If not a spacecraft, I don't know if it's a spacecraft, but this guy was pretty convincing. All right, I, I mean, I'm all for it. Fuck oh, yeah! So I'm gonna watch the documentary Bob Lazar, Area 51, and flying spacecraft, something like that. But yeah, I'll figure it out. All right, home run draft. How about that? Whew. Okay, all right, I'm ready. Home run draft. 
I think you get to pick first. I don't know. I Good. don't really care. Perfect, because I am ready as shit to pick my <laughs> <laughs> to pick my home run hitter. Last All week. You think about is baseball the last couple <laughs> minutes. I know that. <laughs> last, <not> <laughs> last week. Last week. Um, we each picked a goose egg. Yeah, who cares? I I think I picked uh, you picked Jay Bruce. I picked Charlie Blackman. Both of them did dick. So all right, moving. My pick this week, Yasil Puig. Ooh, okay. He's been hot. He's been hot. He's been hot. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna go with Max Muncie. Have we wow. taken him? I don't think so. And, think I, so. and, and we have no way to prove it. <laughs> no, no, and nobody knows. No, nope. so I'll take him, Max Muncy. Wow, he's got twenty-four dingers this year. He's been fucking unbelievable. Oh, looks strike three. What's going on here? Oh, oh. Albert Almora, you dumb bitch. <laughs> what happened? Um, it was a, it was a. Strike three, but the ball got past him, and he didn't run right away. And he, it was it like it like went to the backstop. God, he, he easily would have made it. That's that's a bummer. But we have a guy in third, two outs with brand new Cub Martin Maldonado coming up. Oh, he's like a career two twenty hitter. Damn right he is. We're twenty two percent chance of him getting a base knock here. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, but running totals on, on the season, I'm at 12. Jake's at 11. Um, and good luck. Good luck to you as well, except I hope I fucking kill you. Not the aliens do it first. <laughs> you know what? We talked about doing a MySpace Top 8 of Aliens You Want to Meet. Do you just want to not do that? We don't have to do that. Sure, let's just not do that. Let's yeah. just go to our Because I'm, I'm not prepared at all for that. All right. Um, speaking of doing MySpace Top 8s and doing our home run draft, uh, we're doing MySpace Top 8 of things you should do, but you don't. Because I should be making graphics for all of these, but I don't. I just work, hang <laughs> out with... number one. I hang out with human beings, my friends, and I play MLB The Show. And that's all I do. Yep. <laughs> and that's all you need to do. All right. Uh, you should go first because this is your idea. Okay. Um, my MySpace top eight of things I should do but I don't. Um, I have I have some obscure ones here. I'm going to go <laughs> my first one. I got to quit talking about my poops in front of people that don't know me that well. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. If I see if anybody opens the door, even the slightest, talking about a fart or a poop or what's that smell, I'd go into how big my poops are at that time. <laughs> this morning, man, I had a big poop. Two days ago, I sent a poop to my girlfriend that was uh, coming out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. And I got, I, I got to quit doing that, but I do it all the time. And like, I found myself almost doing it at work the other day, and I've only been yeah. there about a month and a half. And not even, actually a month tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, I got to quit talking about this. So talk about my poops, number one. All right, for number one, okay. Um, I'm going to go for my number one pick. I'm going to go with 
Huh. This is a tough one. I'm gonna go with not eating fast food. Oh, I need good. to do that, but I I don't. You know, it's so easy. It it like shopping for groceries sucks. You know, after work you don't want to cook. Oh so God, you don't. I, fucking you know, life is hard. Fast food is easy. That's that's the end of that story. That, that that's nice. You should be on an ad console. <laughs> it should be. Life's hard. Fast food, easy. All, All right. right. You're just- my number two pick, um, my space top eight of things you should do, but you don't. Um, <laughs> saying as balls after stuff. So, like, <laughs> dude, that's, that's, that's hard as balls. <laughs> dude, this traffic is slow as balls. <laughs> you know what? You just gave me my second choice. I'm going with calling everybody dude and starting sentences with dude because <laughs> you just did it twice You're like dude that's nuts as balls you know <laughs> like i say dude way too much gotta stop saying dude so far. I, I do say dude a lot but i think my personality even in like a professional setting uh i can get away with it i i think so too but like i also think sometimes the other person might like they're they're significantly older than me sometimes, you know what yeah. I mean. So they just think I'm an idiot. Yeah, you're talking <laughs> to like a 58 year old woman. Yeah, dude, dude fucking not- dude. This this McDonald's is good as balls, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I seriously say as balls way too much, and I think me saying it that much is making me numb to the fact that I say dude a lot. <laughs> that's, that's totally fair. <laughs> All right, I think it's your pick now. My number three pick is uh, um, I should always flush when I go pee in my house, but I don't. <laughs> Dude. I, Dude. <laughs> There's – I – this is a really gross – see, this, I, this is called tying everything in, in, into one tightly wound package. I'm going to talk about uh, my bowels when I shouldn't. <laughs> because it's gr- it's gross as balls all right if i i can't tell you how many times i've gone on a trip a weekend getaway three four days during the week and i come back and there's pee in my toilet because i didn't yeah. flush and then it stains my toilet bowl <laughs> dude happens <laughs> and then this is the grossest one of them all when i went to australia last summer two summers ago i think it was last summer um I went with my friend named Adam, and Adam met me at my house, and we got carpooled to my other friend's house, and we'd all drive to the airport together. And Adam took a huge shit in my toilet and didn't tell me, and we left. I was gone for two and a half weeks. So I came back, and my toilet was disgusting. <laughs> did, you, did you ever tell Adam that you knew it was him? Yes, because he laughed. He thought he did it on purpose. <laughs> What an asshole. Dude, it's a fucking big asshole. Alright. So. so, flushing the toilet. Flushing the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Alright, I'm gonna go with a bit of a tame one. I'm gonna go with um, working out consistently. Okay. I, I never do it. It's always like three times a week, you know, and then sometimes it's four I want it to be like a consistent four or five, and it's always like two or three, you know. No matter, I always find an excuse. It's it's always it's always Monday. Th- Monday's a lock for working out to me. 
It's that is a lock of the week. And then See, but a lot of times I say, oh, it's but Mondays suck, you know, and then I talk myself out of Mondays. But that's why I always do Mondays because I'm like, dude, Mondays already suck. Just add everything that sucks into it. And then yeah. Tuesday comes. If, if I work out Tuesday, I'm working out all five days of the week. If okay. I don't work out Tuesday, I'm not going to work out until either Thursday, not knowing I'm not going to work out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or I'm not working out until the next Monday. Yeah, and, and the weekends are just such a crapshoot. Like weekends, I, I can't tell you last time I've worked out on a weekend. I'm dead serious. I, I do, but like, I don't know. It's, it's just fucking, it's a, because then you got to go home and shower before you go out for the night. It's just, it's just a disaster. Mm-hmm. All right. My fourth one, um, I should pay my parking tickets right away, but I never do. <laughs> and I, I've paid I, Milwaukee parking is a bitch, and I have paid probably 70% of my parking tickets that I've gotten in five-plus years, I've paid late fees on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how much is the late fee? A good amount. Like, if it's a $20 parking ticket, it's and then it's a $15 late fee. <laughs> that's a fucking... That sucks. I've, anyway, I've, dude, I don't even part- want to know the amount that I've paid of late fees. I don't want to know it. Yeah, it's like gambling. You don't want to know how much you've lost. I guess, that, yeah, you're right. Oh, my God, it sucks. So, yeah, so paying parking tickets right away. All right, that's a good one. Um, I was good. You know what? I'm going to save this one for a not fucking this one section. But um, I'm going to go with... Huh. Man. I'm going to go with keeping my gas tank above a quarter of a tank. Wow. wow. It is usually below or right at it. So, um, you know, I, I feel like I should just fill up my tank. It makes sense. You go to the gas station less. I just love putting a $20 bill. They give you discounts for cash, you know, like a big, a decent, like a three cent discount. Yeah. That ends up. So I just like putting a twenty dollar bill in there, and I that know, gets. Like, I don't know if that's an Illinois thing or not because they don't do that up here. Really? I, or I see it a lot less. Jason Hayward okay, just cool. made a really good play and then gave a fan a high five. That was pretty cool. Oh, <laughs> so the Cubs did not score last inning, but no. um, yeah, I, uh, filling up the tank all the way. I should just do it, but I'm an idiot, and I and the, the cash discount I say is worth it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I I definitely. That's that's one thing I, I am good at. I think it's a lazy thing because I always pay with card because, like I said, cash, this kind of appears, I, I almost never see it. And okay. I'm not, I don't care about stopping it on a number because I'm bad at it and it literally just sets me up for disappointment over and <laughs> over and over. I don't need that in my life. I, I need good vibes when I come home, play the show, hang out with my friends, and talk about my poop. I need good vibes. I don't need to see me failing at anything. Yeah. Other than the show. All right. So that is our top eight. My four. Top, stop talking about my poops, people who don't know me. Yeah. Um, flushing when I go to the bathroom in my own house. Saying things are as balls. <laughs> <laughs> and pay my parking tickets right away. You're four. Eating fast food. Saying dude in every sentence. Working out consistently and filling my gas tank. Do you have any honorable mentions? My honorable mention was, I was going to say, I never make my bed. I've never have. 
fuck making a bed. What is the point? I got, I got your answer for you because I read a book called Making Your Bed and Other Things That Will Change the World. And you got to make your bed when you get up in the morning because it gives you the, it gives you a good momentum boost of doing things. Like, oh, I, I, I've done one task. I have accomplished a task and it's not even 8 a.m., whatever, whatever time you wake up. And honestly, it feels awesome. Ugh, I hate it. Do it. I, hate, I don't even care. Like when I have a made bed, first of all, I'm also a person. That sheet that goes between the blanket and the sheet. Get that out of here. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Fuck that shit every time. Only, only olds use those. No. Yeah, what is that? Just give me a comforter. You give know? me a comfort- just, one comforter. Do you want to know a hack that I've been doing lately? <laughs> Huh. I make my bed with my comforter on it, and then I get a separate blanket and put that over me while I lay on the comforter to go to bed. So that way, when I get up, I fold one blanket, and it's not that big, and um, it, it, it takes four folds. One, two, three, four, and then I made my bed. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, That's what I used to do in, in the Army. Uh, we had to you know, make our beds every morning at fucking 5.30 a.m., and uh, I would literally... I had a double bunk in my room, and I, I happened to not have a third roommate. The other roommate slept on the other one. I would sleep on the top bunk with no sheets and no pillows and leave my bed made. I left it made for two months. Hell yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I stole a pillow from, like, the laundry room, and I would hide it in the ceiling because if they saw I had an extra pillow, I'd get in trouble. So I had to hide this pillow in the fucking ceiling, and I would sleep on a bare-bones mattress with just a pillow because I was so annoyed that I had to make my bed every morning. But I just, I made it once, and I just fucking left it there. Nation's finest right there. Yep. yep. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, the only honorable mention that I had was floss. But then after I wrote it, I realized, fuck that. Fuck flossing, Like, dude. I don't, I shouldn't need to, there's, there's so many scientific studies coming out that people say, like, flossing's fine, but it's not as important as it's made out to be. Well, I'm all, you know what? I don't even have to find any of those articles. I'm already on board. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, sh- I believe you 100%. I will quote you in later arguments with my dentist. <laughs> <laughs> well, my friend said that he read an article one time that it's not as important <laughs> as it seems. <laughs> you know, well, it's like, what the fuck? That, that's how you heard about it. <laughs> that would be really funny. Uh, yeah. Um, that's all I got, man. Yeah, that's, I mean, that. what have you been watching lately? What have I been watching lately, Jake? Oh, my God, what a great question! I finished Spider-Verse. What a movie. I want, I want more. I want, that was so enjoyable. <laughs> it's such a happy, the music, the, the art, it's everything. Like, it's, like really, good... it's like a really quirky sense of humor. It, it, it kind of reminds me of, like, a Claudia with a Chance of Meatballs, like, comedic timing it's like really jumpy and quirky and goofy yes john belaney's in it as spider pig and that was so funny to me <laughs> nick cage nick cage is in it black and white We're yeah how was their wind we're in a basement <laughs> wind yeah. goes go. the wind <laughs> follows me where i go <laughs> it's so so good dude yeah it is a great movie um happy ending oh that one that one another nick cage line is when uh, he says my uncle's the prowler, and he's like, "Killer backstory." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, exactly. 
The whole movie is just chock full of jokes. Love it's a it. very Love clever it. movie, very unique Spider-Man perspective. It's awesome. It's fun. Great movie. That's what I've been watching. Bang! Um, a movie I watched right before we uh, came on. Is this the best sports movie ever? And I think it might be. Uh, I'm going Moneyball, honestly. Oh, I think Moneyball. it's so fucking good. It is good in every sense of the word. It's just a good movie, and it's about baseball, and it's got fucking Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill. Like, are you kidding me, dude? It was so good. It's so good. So funny. One of my like, favorite. Drop. Yeah, one of my favorite movie lines. I think top 10, at least top 20 movie line of all time is, um, oh, here you go. How many, or it's when Jonah Hill is dropping off his player evals for the first time yes. to Brad Pitt. And Brad yes. Pitt's like, oh, thanks for doing these. How many did you end up doing? Uh, 47. How many did I ask you to do? Three. Why'd you do 47? <laughs> well, I actually did 51. I don't know why. I just, I just lied right there. <laughs> like that, oh, it's, that it's, so it's such good. a good movie. Uh, yes, that uh, it's seriously. I think it's. I might be Chris my Pratt. Sports movie. Yeah, Chris Pratt, Scotty, Scotty hat, Scotty, uh, Scotty hats, uh, scuba machine. Yeah, I always say no? Scotty Pod, scuba machine, which is me too, dude. So nice. <laughs> Scotty Pods. I said Scotty Pod so much in my life, but it's Scotty hats, scuba machine, Scotty eggs, pick a machine, Scotty H. That's what he says. Scotty H. Yeah, I, fuck. I said it so much in high school baseball. Every time a first baseman made a pick. I would say Scotty H, scuba machine. I still do it. Like when I'm, yeah. I'm playing catch, playing softball, I oh, still I do softball it. And our catch, oh, yeah, absolutely. I play a lot of first base because, uh, you know, don't let your kids be a catcher because when they grow up to be a softball, there's no skill transfer into the field. Because I caught my whole life, played, never played a single inning in the outfield, and played very sparingly at first and maybe third a couple innings. That doesn't transfer. You know, there's the catching skills. You need to, you know, once you get into softball, which is what really matters in life, because you, you're going to play softball for longer than you're going to play baseball. Definitely. I don't have the skills to play outfield, and that's, you know, that's a problem. I did not play the outfield until high school. Shout out to my five errors in one inning, and we lost the in game first, freshman year. first inning of high school baseball, first, wasn't it? Yeah, first inning of high school <laughs> baseball. Gave up, yeah. gave up uh, like, I think it was like nine runs in the first inning, all unearned on my five, <laughs> my five errors, and then we lost. Like, it was like a windy day, but like these these pop ups were just like cold was running in zigzag pattern. <laughs> I was running. I looked like I was getting away from a crocodile. I had no chance of catching these pop flies. <laughs> oh, they kept probably hitting it to you too. <laughs> it was <laughs> just. <laughs> oh, but now I play outfield in softball and. If you make a good, if you're, so like, I'm not in like a good league. It's just like a, a, a bar league here. And like, yeah. nobody's that good. Yeah. But like, no one's that bad either. So it's like, it's a very perfect league for me. And if I, and if I, if you make a good route and catch a ball in the outfield that someone thinks you're not going to catch, you look awesome in that league. Oh yeah. I mean, I love good outfielders as an infielder, you know, like, <laughs> It's make or break because the infielders are hit or miss. Like, yes, you might get a, a decent amount of ground balls, but probably not. Yeah. You know, like, and, and, and if you do, there's a lot of spin or they're hit really hard. Yeah. Or they're hit so hard that nobody blames you when you whiff on them. So, like, I'll play third base all day because 
you know, you just play in a little bit and anything hit by you, people are like, oh, that was, you know, just smoked. <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Big, big pet peeve of mine is when, so this is what our third baseman does a lot. It's, he's not that good and everyone knows he's not that good. And he always is like, dude, my bad guys. Uh, no, that was hit 145 miles an hour to the hot corner. And you're not that good. Shut up. We get it. <laughs> guys. I should have had that one like three innings ago that gave up two runs after. I'm so sorry. No, you shouldn't have. That would have been the greatest play of your life. <laughs> yeah, quit pretending like you make that play sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Um, we had nine guys the other day. And yes. Have you ever played a really good directional hitting team with nine guys? Oh, it did. oh I mean. It was I, a we, nightmare. I played, I played for it. Yeah, uh, we, we struggled to get everybody there oh. pretty much softball we, game I play. We had nine guys. I was playing second for the first time in my entire athletic career. That's the best position to play. Second. I don't know why. First base gets more ground balls than second base somehow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. I always play this guy named Kane Stager. Uh, you know him. He yeah, plays second base because he is the laziest motherfucker, but he doesn't want to be a first baseman because he, you know, he wants people to think he's really good. But like nothing is ever hit it all you ever do is, is catch an infield pop-up every now and again and i'm but, yeah and like, he would definitely be the guy to call everybody off for the infield pop-up so he gets some action <laughs> yeah he, he waves his That's giant funny. fucking arms around like ah, you know like okay dude <laughs> but yeah so we gave up uh we lost 18 to 4 that game it was brutal because yeah. it was just bloop single bloop single there was a point where as the second baseman i played short center and then we had a deep center and then just an, a left and right fielder. And we're yeah. like, and then a guy on second base, a guy playing shortstop and a guy playing first. It was quite the shift. And they were <laughs> still just poking it around. Dude, and, that's, and so, we, I've had that same game basically where you just, you have, you have the nine guys and these guys are just hitting. If they're either hitting, you know, line drives right over the infield, then you move your outfield in and they're just hitting doubles. And yes. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, know? Schwarber. Go! Yeah! Woo! Basket, walk-off, Schwarber. We're going to the moon! It's the biggest game in Cubs history! Woo! All right. Fuck yes. What if you looked on your phone and he just popped out the center? <laughs> <laughs> that would be really Fuck funny. yes. God damn. <laughs> That's so cool. The guy who has it just losing his mind with his friends. That's really fun. Fuck yes. Oh, God. All right. That's it. <laughs> and that's, that's the show, too. That's the episode. What an ending. What a walk-off for all of us in life. Okay. For everyone back at the station, I'm Colton. This is Jay. Double shots. Yes. Thanks for network. joining us on our Double Shots Podcast Network. Not the Two Shots Podcast Network. <laughs> double Shots. For the Double that Shots. Makes more sense than Two Shots. Who says Two Shots? Uh, I don't know. Stupid asses. Um, <laughs> Jake, final thought. Final thought is um, I have, I don't know. I'm just blown away by that walk off finish. You I'm know? so walk- happy. We've oh. never had a walk off finish. We just walked off a podcast. How many that- people have done that? Yeah, the walk-off episode. <laughs> oh, my God. This this rules. I'm so happy. Final thought, walk-offs are the best. I'm all in 
on the Cubs second half already. I am so this is I'm that loss last night hurt. <laughs> Cubs like baseball losses aren't supposed to hurt till September. I'm in this is July this is mid July and I'm all in. I oh <laughs> Kyle Schwarber, I love you, man. Uh oh, here comes Hayward with the with the haterade. Oh, I got him good. Got him. Oh wow. Oh, he's getting hit all over the place. He's getting his popcorn. This is anarchy. Oh my god. All right. Final thought. I'm all in on the Cubs. Go Cubs. Go. Oh, that's the episode. Bye. Bye. But my problems, they don't ever seem to change